Hi, my fellow listeners. Welcome to episode 29. Welcome to 15 minutes with the doctor. The 15 minute appointment where we share powerful stories from healthcare entrepreneurs and innovators so you can grow your idea of business. Uh-huh. So say hello to your host. Thanks for joining me on this one where I'm joined by Johannes, CEO of Cluster Market, an online sharing platform connecting researchers in the science and healthcare space to scientific equipment on demand at leading institutions. The ability to share and book equipment online enables access to tools that can help people innovate faster. Learn about Cluster Market's why, how, and what in this episode. As always, feel free to get in touch or DM me on Twitter or Instagram. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Johannes. Hello. Thanks very much for the opportunity. It's great to have you on the show, and I'm going to head straight into Cluster Market, what you've developed. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, again, thanks very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be on the show. We with Cluster Market, we help scientists, especially in the life science field, get easy and affordable access to very expensive machines and very complex services and these resources are offered by institutions like universities but also private companies who have underutilized resources so yeah the problem which exists especially in biotechnology is when scientists come up with an idea specific prototype or a target they face a couple of challenges because of the need for some very complex machines and complex services which usually have to be set up before hitting a few milestones and that's why we believe that innovation in that field is limited to those who have done it before who have a strong track record and who got selected by a few gatekeepers who basically give you the money to purchase these resources which you need upfront to hit milestones and to really prove your innovation So I think you get my point that innovation in that field in a life-changing field as biotechnology is is still really limited and on the other hand we're having institutions like universities science parks but also private businesses who are investing heavily in R&D infrastructure who are training top scientists especially in the UK but are not really re- using these resources very efficiently and on top of that most of the resources they need and use such as infrastructure and instruments are funded by taxpayers money so we thought why don't we use these existing resources more sustainable and more efficiently and create more outcome and that's exactly what we are we're doing with cluster market so cluster market is an online sharing platform and we connect scientists and innovators in the biomedical space to facilities who can offer resources and make the best out of their unused machines so my understanding of the problem is that there are people out there that are working in the life sciences field they have ideas but they don't have access to the equipment that they need and there's also institutions who have this equipment and could potentially utilize it better how did you know that that was a problem you are absolutely right so the barriers to entry are massive in this space and well how do we know that there is actually a problem is my co-founder experienced that problem in a lab 
So he conducted a couple of studies together with two pharmaceutical companies in Germany and needed actually access to instruments, which he didn't have in his own lab. And he came up together with my other co-founder with the idea, what if he had those instruments on demand? And that's how we came up with the idea. And we pretty soon pitched it to a couple of universities and pharmaceutical companies. And luckily started a pilot with University College of London, who bought into the idea and, and had that problem of having purchased a lot of instruments, but yeah, not really using them very efficiently. Interesting. So what type of equipment do you have available to people? I presume it's things that are relatively difficult to get hold of for the normal person working in a small lab or as a healthcare entrepreneur, potentially. So it really ranges everything within preclinical research. We even offer lab space. We offer fume hoods on the platform or our providers offer that on the platform. Right now, we have a little more than 2,500 instruments on the platform and that really ranges from what you just mentioned, really specialized equipment, such as uh, light sheet microscopes, but also really basic equipment, such as centrifuges, uh, PCR machines, which you really need to start your project. And you'd be amazed by the requests and we receive from entrepreneurs. The basic entrepreneur, when she or he starts out from university or from their home, does not have anything. And that's what we want to offer, really, access to everything they need for their research on demand. I'm curious to know what's your most expensive uh, equipment listed on, on your platform. It's actually one and a half million. Okay. It's a very specialized, uh, specialized instrument based here in London. It's a very specialized microscope, yeah. And how do you prevent these type of things from getting damages, their service agreements with institutions? Do you have, I presume you have some sort of insurance? Yeah, so we have an agreement with, I think now it is over 65% of universities in the UK. We have an agreement with every university. We have an, a contract with them and every scientist who is coming into the lab and uh, receives the health and safety induction and the training in advance is insured when they use cluster market. And yeah, that makes it really, really interesting. The thing is that we are not reinventing the wheel here. What we are doing is actually being done already on a very small scale without a lot of visibility. A lot of spin-out companies from universities are using the machines and the resources still in the university. And these contracts are in place already. So what we are doing is we are creating visibility and efficiency and are making that happen for basically every company out there. So talk me through your process. I want to hire this microscope. Let's say I know how to use it. I come to your website on Cluster Market. What's the next step? So yeah, first step is that you want to do research. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, yeah. You, <laughs> so yeah, if you're looking for an instrument, you can sign up to our platform completely free of charge. It's fairly similar to the marketplaces out there, such as Airbnb or Booking.com. You have a search function where you can search for the instrument or the service you need. You see the results, you see where it is and the access requirements, and you can request access. The provider, the lab manager receives a notification on the platform and an email notification sees the contact details and can communicate through the platform 
with the requester. So therefore, we really make sure that all questions are answered before the project is really kicked off. And if the lab manager is fine with it, they can pre-approve it. And the requester simply has to, has to agree to the terms from the provider and pay up front. And then really the research happens. You can access the lab or you send the samples to the other lab. And we really have a couple of case studies where this whole process was being done within five minutes. So it's amazing that it's quite efficient and easy to use. I presume the universities and the lab managers have their own vetting process or do they offer training as well to use this equipment? Yes, they do. You can offer the equipment in various ways. You can offer the equipment with training. You can offer the equipment with a technician and with yourself, or you can offer the equipment as a full service that the requester doesn't really have to access the lab anymore and can send the samples. So if you don't really want anyone to touch your equipment because you're having some concerns, if the equipment breaks down, that's totally fine. You don't have to let anyone touch your equipment. You can do it without it. So yeah, it's it's fairly easy. You mentioned earlier that this type of platform is similar to Airbnb. How do you generate income? Is it a similar method to Airbnb where you take a transaction fee or is your model different? Yes, so it it is similar. So we take a commission of the successful transaction through the platform. So we really only succeed once our users succeed, once the providers generate income and they request the, the one in need of the resource gets access to it. So that's fairly similar to other online marketplaces out there. We have also other ways how we can make money and are making money. You can also use our platform internally within your institution. We are solving the same problem which exists externally, internally, so that we create visibility across the labs in an institution. And we're running a couple of projects with pharmaceutical companies who are using the software internally and we're charging a subscription fee for that. It occurred to me that it might be that institutions don't have an inventory of all the equipment they have. Is that a problem that you're seeing that scientists and healthcare professionals or people working in research don't actually know what equipment might be available to them within their own institution? You're absolutely right. You nailed it there. And that's where the problem starts, really, that institutions such as universities don't really know what's available within the institution. And researchers don't have the opportunity to access these resources because they, first of all, don't know that it actually exists. But funding bodies, especially in the UK and the government, are aware of this issue. And there are various initiatives such as equipment data that are out there and are trying to solve this problem. And we are part of it. And we go a step further. We don't only create a list of the inventory. We give the researchers access to these resources so that they can communicate right away with the lab manager. How did you build links with the big name institutions like King's College London, Oxford University and UCL? Yeah, so our founding investor, Giovanni Rizzo, actually is professor at UCL and he introduced us to the back then head of the division of medicine and we presented our solution to them. And luckily, UCL bought into it. And after we had UCL on board, 
we actually convinced Merck, the German pharmaceutical company, to give us some money to start this. And afterwards, we approached other institutions such as University of Cambridge, Oxford, King's College or uh, Imperial College. And the more institutions and labs we had on board, the easier it became to sign up more. So you could see some network effect there already. But that's completely normal, I guess. Yeah, it happens that we now actually based at Imperial College. Right, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, have our office at Imperial College. And they gave us a grant and we are very close links to them. But in the beginning, it was a real problem to actually to get the trust from lab managers within those institutions. And the way we solved this is, is with positive case studies. And we try to approach lab managers not only directly, but also we try to approach the management of the universities because they are also facing that problem. And that worked quite well so far. But in the beginning, it was really chasing that chicken and egg problem. You basically need to show something to sign up more labs, but you don't really have that. But with more names on the platform, that became easier. It demonstrates the importance of relationships, not just with the institutions on a large and a macro scale, but their individual relationships with their lab managers. Because I assume that if I had a piece of equipment that was worth in hundreds of thousands or, you know, million, I'd be quite protective as well of taking care of that. Yes, absolutely. Trust is a major point here. And you're absolutely right. It's all about the relationship to the lab manager. And it's also all about the relationship between our users. And we're trying to, to build trust there on the platform through making it as transparent as possible, but also through review systems and reviews, which other users have given each other. It's a very fairly common way how to create trust on marketplaces. How many institutions are you working with at the moment? So right now we're having over 280 companies using our platform and we have over 450 labs within the institutions. And those labs are based at, I mentioned earlier, a couple of names, all big universities in the UK, but also smaller universities, such as, for example, University of Greenwich, who are using our platform here in London. And that really grew out of London, um, out of the Golden Triangle then, Oxford, Cambridge and London. And we last year increased our sales and marketing activities across the UK. Now we're at a stage where we're we're going actually overseas. We're entering the German and the Dutch market. Yes, but right now it is roughly 450 labs. How many institutions could you potentially reach across the UK, including labs and universities? So we did an analysis and we believe that we can uh, get into roughly 10,000 labs within the UK alone. And yeah, that obviously is not only academic, but also private. But that is the market we are after at the moment. But again, that's really not limited to the UK only. Our goal is to make this European and then global thing. The reason is not only because we want to grow, the reason is also that we want to give our users as many collaboration opportunities as possible. And we see already having built the network in the UK that this is not really only limited to your cluster. For making best science, I think you need to democratize that market and open collaboration opportunities, not only within the country, but also internationally. 
I guess going to a different country and using their lab inherently is going to lead to better collaboration and links and possibly better working relationships and partnerships in the future. Absolutely. You're right. Do you have any competitors? Yeah, I would be lying if I said no. But the competitors we're facing are actually um, either really focused on the service side of things, that they are focused on interactions between CROs, pharmaceutical companies and biotech companies, or they are embedded within the lab and are building silos within the institution. What we are trying to create is we're trying to create not only visibility within the institution with our booking system, but visibility across the industry and include equipment. It all starts with the lab manager there. Where else do you think your platform could be used, specifically now in the life sciences and health? Do you see an adoption somewhere else that you could take the model to? Absolutely. So it's not only limited to life sciences and biotechnology. We are already having requests from recycling companies, for example, being active in the chemistry space to some of the equipment which is based on in life science facilities. So this is very synergetic. The same goes to engineering, for example, where we see a huge potential. We're not limited to life sciences, but want to focus on this niche, big niche, and grow from there. So where do you see yourself in three years' time? Yeah, in three years' time, we are the European leader in scientific interactions. And what that means is that we want to give scientists everything they need for their research that starts with the equipment, but also with the service they need and goes through consumables, but also service contracts for the equipment. So really the one-stop shop for scientists. I guess there is a reasonable amount of income available in education and training of such equipment. Is it something that Cluster Market could provide rather than the lab provide? Yes. Um, so we try to stay away from that because we believe we are not the experts in it. There are other people who are experts in it. <laughs> yes. But they could offer this through our platform. Absolutely. There are various cross-selling opportunities through the platform. And one of them could be, for example, training for or inductions for equipment. Absolutely. Interesting. What do you think from your experience in building cluster market so far are the key elements for successful innovation in the health tech space? I don't really know if I'm the right one to answer this question, <laughs> um, but I'll take that from my perspective. I guess what really helped us is a strong team. I have two really strong co-founders who I can rely on and who I can trust from the very early stages and just telling you a bit about the beginnings of Cluster Market. We actually started with me only working full-time with Cluster Market and my two co-founders, Niklas and Toby, financed me to work full-time on Cluster Market. And once we received some funding, they quit their jobs and came on board. So that obviously created some trust. And it's rare to find good co-founders and it's rare to find co-founders you get along with as well. So I think that is, from my perspective, the most important point. But coming back to what we are actually trying to solve are the are lowering the entry barriers to the market. These are extremely high. And I think having a place where you can go and access all these resources, not only equipment from a cluster market point of view, but also experts and knowledge and mentorship 
is a really important thing. So we overcame that by going through accelerator programs where we got plugged into an existing network of not only mentors, but also investors who can help you and who you build a relationship with. And we're still talking to the mentors we had in, in the Merck Accelerator program, for example, who helped us massively in the very beginning. I guess it really also comes back to trust, that people trust you is a very important thing, and that people actually give you the chance to do something new. Yeah, lots to take away from that, but I think throughout this interview a few times we've heard trust and relationships, and you've talked about trust there right from the beginning where it was just between you and your co-founders, but also extending that out through all your relationships you've built through the business with the institutions, with the lab managers. So yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Where can people learn more about Cluster Market? So you can easily go on our website. It's clustermarket.com where you'll find all contact details. But if you want to contact me, my email is jsolzbach at clustermarket.com. A little bit hard to pronounce for the Brits out there, but it's all my name is on the website so please add me on linkedin if you have any questions yeah thank you hopefully get you back in a few years time to see where things are at and see what progress you've made yeah i would love to come on the show again and see where we are in a few years time thanks so much for the opportunity it was a pleasure thanks again thanks for listening to 15 minutes with the doctor at Slash 15 minutes with the doctor. Uh huh. Dr. Vinay Shankar. Uh huh. Dr. Vinay Shankar.